back quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how oh, you can throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. I'm your host, Brian Costco, joined by a trio of amazing co-hosts today, Ian Wolf. It's my favorite by default. Chris Poland. Don't be mad, because you got ass. And for the first time this season, one of our crucial demographic listeners, Dave Obenauer. Musical guest! <laughs> I forgot about that part now! This is going to be great already! <laughs> Welcome to an episode where we will again talk about the Browns losing, this time to a different team than last week, the Bengals. What I have here in the outline is a 1,145-10. to 10. Seems like a lopsided defeat. They fall to two and seven on the year. That's pretty bad. That's uh, real bad. Yeah. This time last year, in comparison, guys. Playoffs? You kidding me? The Browns playoffs? Are six and three, tied with the Steelers for first place in the AFC North. Since then, they are three and thirteen. You kidding me? Playoffs? You kidding me? We'll talk about that a little bit. I want to give a very important congratulations to six Bs and a P. Brian Weeby and his wife Michelle Naw on the arrival of their baby Nico. Congratulations! Woo! Uh, yeah, Brian, you know, not with us this week. He'll be back at some point later on. But big congratulations to you guys. That's awesome. And Dave's here now. Yay! That's something of a lateral move. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that is that's the best compliment I've ever been paid. A lateral move to Brian Levy. <laughs> the Browns lose pretty terribly. I watched the well, I didn't watch the entire game. I watched most of the game, and it sucked. Yeah, they did lose. I think it was actually what thirty-one to ten, thirty-five to ten. Uh, I didn't watch any of it, so I have no idea. Dave, Chris, did you guys watch it? <laughs> yeah, we did, but we kind of stopped watching after the. I don't know how we maybe made it two minutes into the fourth quarter. Yeah not, okay, yeah, not far into the fourth. Yeah, yeah, that's about what we did, too, I'd say. First half, you know, what, the first half wasn't that bad. I want to talk about I got a few stats here to bring up. But the, the first half of that game, you know, they're obviously still in it. It was like 14-10 at halftime. And I've realized this season, this team sucks so bad, but there's still these times where, like, for some reason they're still in these games against, yeah. like, way better teams. And it's like a shame that they can't capitalize on that. Like you really wouldn't need to be much better to win some of these games, which is weird. But like you're they're not, not. Yeah, you're not getting it from Isaiah Crowell. He uh, had 38 yards. How many? How many runs was that? Does it matter really? I mean, unless it was one, unless it was one. <laughs> this year, Crowell's got 333 yards on 101 rushes, so about three yards a run. And two TDs in nine games. So that's that's kind of an important stat. 
that's 3.33 yards or a little over that per run. So we should just give it to him each time. Go four downs and march <laughs> it down the field. Four runs to the crow. Ian, what do you think? Terrible idea. Not that bad of an idea. The problem with him is like it'll be like eight one yard runs in a row, and then he'll bust one for like sixteen, and then like eight more one yard runs. <laughs> well, they got they did release Robert Turbin, who also sucks. So I wish we could have, as we mentioned last week, grafted his arms onto someone like Goro. <laughs> uh, what else? Defense is terrible. I think uh, Dave had an interesting take on the score. Uh, that put us up at the half. Am I right? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, my idea was I'm giving the Browns 14 points. So as long as we didn't lose... Or no, was it 10? I can't remember. It was 10 or 14. So as long as we didn't lose by that amount, I would consider it a victory, and we couldn't do that even. Yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. Like The line, I think, for the game, the gambler's line, was, I believe, 11. Yeah. Um, because I was watching most of the first half with next to a Browns fan and his Bengals fan co-worker who were drinking with me and watching the game, and they had a side bet involving jerseys for the next day at work. And the Browns fan was like, I think you should give me the points. And I agreed that like I felt like 11 points was like probably still a bet he would win. Tough stuff. The Browns in the second half of that game only got 32 yards and two first downs. <laughs> oh, boy. Terrible. Yeah. Bengals improved to 8-0 for the first time in franchise history. It's their longest winning streak within a season. And we get the Steelers next week. We'll talk about that. Uh, I have to say, my favorite thing I heard about the game afterwards is, like, you know, halftime reporters asked uh, Petten and Marvin Lewis each, like, what they needed to do. You know, the second half, Marvin Lewis had something along the lines of, oh, we got to keep Manziel in the pocket. But, you know, Penton said the same thing. It's like, oh, we got to calm Johnny down and keep him in the pocket. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you're just going to play right into the hands of the uh, your opponent and become a lot. Yeah, that's right. I so think. should we have that conversation really fast before we get into the whole McCown-Manziel thing? Like, well, I think one leads into the other. The coaching, man? Like, what's up with this coaching? Is this awful. Is it's truly god-awful. Dave, you are usually a positive individual. You you are you a Mike Pettin believer? I'm not, but like I don't know. Pettin's whole thing is he's supposed to be amazing at defense, and that is the worst part of our team. Um, but like part of me, I don't know. Part of me wonders like Marvin Lewis has kind of not been great, but now he's coaching a team that's eight and zero. Like. I don't know, do we keep sinking time into Petten and hope that it turns around, like, speaking of lateral moves, like, I just don't want to get rid of Petten and have no game plan and then end up getting some other shitty coach. Like, if we, there's another great coach, awesome, but if not, like, I don't know, just fucking leave well enough alone. At this point, though, you got to think that Josh McCown maybe has, you know, pictures of Petten fucking a goat or something. Right. That man's hard on Josh McCown is strange. I mean, two and seven, dude. Do you think realistically, like, you gotta start Johnny the rest of the year? There's no reason why you don't. Well, I would even argue that if Johnny football sucks in the next five or six games, you start Austin Davis for the last few. 
Well, if, if he sits in the next five or six games, you have an idea of what you need for next year. Like, at this point, Patton said something along the lines of you have to, uh, you know, it's a disservice to the veterans just to, to start a young guy because the season seems over. Like, well, it's a disservice to the franchise if you don't start Manziel at this point. Right. I mean, Fuck. Josh McCown stuck anyway. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that maybe they're seeing how horrible Manziel is in practice and they kind of just want to keep him strong in – well, as strong as he can be at this point, in hopes of getting, like, I don't know, a sixth-round draft pick or something? Maybe. But, I mean, that's... I don't know. I mean, Remember, team- the Browns got to go through several quarterbacks every season, guys. This is not just, like, a where's our quarterback problem. Like, right. somehow, I'm going to look, man. I got to think. I know we all know that there's a bajillion fucking quarterbacks they've had, and there's the jersey with all the names. But, like, they're, when's the last time the Browns didn't have three different starting quarterbacks in a year. That's a good question. But the the thing to uh, me is, like, it, it seems like any of these quarterbacks could get it done. Like, it's just, they're not great, but they're better than I expected they'd be at the start of the year, and it's just the defense that's shitting all over the field. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks about it, is, like, the thing, you're right, totally right. Like, McCown, obviously, you know, it isn't, like, exciting play, but he had some pretty good games, and even Johnny, besides, like, Second half was bad. I mean, thirty-two. Uh, he's a Browns Hall of Famer. So, who? McCown. Oh yeah, he's no. I meant like NFL Hall of Famer. <laughs> In uh, twenty twelve was the last time the Browns had a season where they did not have three starting quarterbacks. Brandon Whedon started fifteen games. Thad Lewis started one. Oh, you see, that's crazy, man. Oh God, Charlie Fry. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, too. 2011, the year before that, they also only had two, Colt McCoy and Seneca Wallace, who I've completely forgotten about. Only two in 2009 also, Brady Quinn and Derek Anderson. Only two. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) The last time they had one starting quarterback for the entire season, 2001, Tim Couch. Arguably the best Browns quarterback since they've been back. Jesus Christ, that's so depressingly true. Took him to the playoffs, too, but then Kelly Holcomb couldn't get it done. The saga, and I think we should look at the McCowan-Manziel. Obviously, I do think I agree with Dave. Both of those guys have been, like, better than expected, um, which is good, I guess. It means one of them can maybe be your backup quarterback next year or be the guy that starts a game or two until someone better is playing for you, uh, which is probably most people. But I like the idea of, like, the Browns quarterback competitions are always a really hilarious thing if you think about them historically. Who's going to win, Charlie Fry or Derek Anderson? You're just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever wins, we lose. (laughs) Yeah, everybody loses. Is it going to be Colt McCoy or Jake DeLome? You're like, what? (laughs) It's my fucking choice. Seneca Wallace or Dad Lewis? <laughs> Is it going to be Brandon Weeden or that guy that could throw a fucking football through a bucket off the back of a truck from 100 yards away? <laughs> Remember that guy? Trick shots? Yeah. yeah. He, what's he doing? Let's get him on board. Thad Lewis is on another team, so our predictions of Thad Lewis are off right now. We might be able to get Brandon Weeden back. <laughs> Do we want baseball again? 
That's not a lateral move. <laughs> Who would have thought that this 9.7% beer I've been drinking is making me funnier, or at least feel like I am? <laughs> the alcohol. Um, so, McCown and Manzel, Ian, elaborate on your pet and boners for... Well, I mean, is the fact that he, you know, Patton said that if McCown's healthy, he's a starter. That's dumb. That You're not forward thinking even in the slightest. I mean, even if the season's lost, even if Manziel sucks, give the people what they want. Keep them interested at the very least. I will say the first half of that game, man, I was into it. Um, it, was a, it wasn't a great game, but, like, it was close enough. And with Manziel back there, I do sort of, there is this, at least for right now, without having seen him enough yet, I guess, um, this feeling that he could do some things. Potentially, yeah. Do you think Pedden is wanting to start McCown because he's trying to keep his job? Like, he thinks McCown can win more games, and even though it doesn't mean anything for playoffs or the team moving playoffs? forward... Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs. I mean, maybe, but, like, you know, I mean, because that's the thing. Ultimately, Dave, I mean, you're probably right. If, if a Browns coach is going into his third season and his first two were seven and nine and six and ten, you probably keep him, right? <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's a lot better than Chud or Shermer or who was before that? Some other fucking idiot. Shit. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, who was it? Mangini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, fucking Browns coaching. I mean, so let me ask you guys each a question. Do, do you think Patton is the coach next year, Ian? No. Dave? I hope so, unless somebody great decides they want this. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So, yeah, I hope he does. <laughs> you think Patton's going to be the coach next year? No, probably not. Me neither. If, yeah. that, if the Browns lose out this season, which, let's be honest, not they, out of the realm of possibility, uh, Patton would have the same record after two seasons as one Pat Shermer. Mm, Shermer murmurs. <laughs> At Shermer murmurs. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I think, you know, yeah, let's see Johnny Footballs and Austin Davis and maybe Terrell Pryor, man. Fuck it. Who cares? Right? Yeah. It never fails to feel a little bit better. We should probably talk some shit about the other team. Is there theme music for that? Wait, what? Has it? There's theme music for the. Oh, uh, Vaga Bango, Vaga Bango. Vaga. This is the, the part of the show where we talk trash about the other team. Uh, this edition being about the Cincinnati Bengals. We were described here as trash ball juggalo motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all it needs to be said, really. Yeah. Favorite roster names that are not Pac-Man Jones that you guys have a chance to... Cedric Peeman. He's a Peeman. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Darquees? Darquees Denard. I also like... Well, Von Tan's perfect is great. He's an asshole, though, that guy. Um, he hurt somebody last week. Rex Burkhead? I Fart is kind of a funny last name. What is it? I Fart? <laughs> what about Dan Fran? I Fart. 
<laughs> Dan France is pretty good. Dan France. Dan, <laughs> Dan France. Trevor Roach. <laughs> was that a huge yawn? It was. <laughs> yeah, this roster doesn't seem very good. Why are they so much better? I think it's because they have real person names that they're good at football. Vontan's perfect. If we had somebody named that, or Dre Kirkpatrick, or possibly AJ, you have AJ Hawk plays for these guys. I know. I was surprised by that too. Do you guys think the Bengals are gonna go anywhere this year? No. Yeah. Lose out in the first game as per usual. I mean, maybe they might win one, but I mean, they can't beat the Patriots. I don't think. Yeah. Right. The AFC is stupid. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard sounds like a sculptor name, kind of. Do any of you guys have anything else you'd like to say, guys? Bengals fans, or anybody, Bengals themselves. No, I have a lot of friends who are Bengals fans, so I'm not going to talk shit too much. Oh, wait, Dave loves the Bengals more than the Browns because he's a traitor. That's not true. When did that happen? Did that happen? Wait, was that last year we talked about that two years ago? I said I had friends that liked the Bengals. So that was good for them when they did well, when Browns were out of contention. Yeah, you're a traitor. This night get kind of ambushed by a Bengals super fan when we went and watched the game. Yeah, that was that was something that happened. What happened? <laughs> yeah, we went to watch the game with Doug, and one of his friends is like a super Bengals fanatic. Today, head head to toe in orange and black. More than more than head to toe, game day belly ring. Oh man. Yep. And tiger striped nails. <laughs> no, it made me feel really good though too, because like I'm like yeah I like football but not like that. I don't think there's anything I like enough to paint my body. <laughs> but real fast, let's let's go down that road. Yeah. Uh, Anything off the top of your head, Ian, that think that you might like enough to paint your body? Uh, the board game Agricola. <laughs> That'd be really weird. Yeah. Dave, anything that would make you do body paint? Maybe a, a good steak or bourbon. Chris. Sure. Nope. <laughs> yeah. If, I like the the Browns, if the Browns got to the Super Bowl, I'd paint my body paint. Maybe it's just my face. You'd paint up? The face is part of the body. Yeah. Paint the bottom of my foot. <laughs> you wouldn't paint your wedding brown and orange? I paint my foot. Already is. <laughs> I just would not wear pants. <laughs> so, speaking of a Bengals franchise that we hope the Browns you know, might aspire to be at some point, there is a man out there, guys, who sees this as a challenge. He sees himself as a possible savior of the Browns franchise, and we know him as one Bernard Kosar. Huh. What about him? Where's he been? Well, he's working on it, okay? He is quoted, there's an article that we'll uh, share from our Facebook and Twitter this week, uh, cleveland.com, Bernie you know, essentially offers up his services to run the team. Like is the GM? Is that the... I mean, I think it's like, you know, 
Yeah, I would think it'd be like a president and GM or like player personnel or something, I would imagine. It can't be worse than Ray Farmer, huh? <laughs> Did you guys, well, what do you think? Ian, Bernie? Uh, if you, no, I mean, the guy is like uh, permanently concussed. <laughs> For lack of a better term, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him with any actual important decisions. Yeah, that I think that would be like my biggest um, hesitation as well. Plus, I mean, we saw his grill game, and that was super weak. So yeah, super weak grill game. I bet you Patton, for whatever it's worth, has a stronger grill game. I bet you Pat Shermer, and we know motherfucking Rob Chudzinski don't fuck around with. <laughs> Well, yeah, but Patton and Chad, those guys got, like, smokers and shit. Fucking uh, Shermer has fucking got salmon on a cedar plank. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. good, I bet. Probably, I know, I'm sure it's very delicate flavor. I'm sure it's well-balanced. He was pulling down a couple mil, and he's got a coordinator job still. He's like the Eagles, isn't he again? Anyway, and I'm sure Ray Farmer can cook, dude. You think? He looks well-fed. Wait, wait, what do we think Patton's favorite dishes? Good question. Like, uh, what do you think favorite favorite food is? I'm gonna go with buttered noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, um, I'm gonna go with sauerkraut. Just a big old bowl of sauerkraut. <laughs> Ian, I'm gonna say uh, probably like a, a stuffed crust Pizza Hut meat lovers pizza. Ooh, very good. I'm going to say fish basket from Long John's. <laughs> All day. He's going to get an endorsement deal after this season. <laughs> no yeah, I'd love to get him on here. We could do the Long John Silvers fresh take, uh, you know, captain's plank or some shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> must of these down here. I would say throw down on some butter noodles. I would throw down on some butter noodles. I could see Petten doing that with like some sauerkraut on top. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I like that everybody went pretty starchy. (laughs) (laughs) And the man loves a good carb. So I'm looking at this article on Bernie just to confirm, try to answer your question. It's it's not clear. He, he never specifies because he is sort of the past concussed quarterback. He isn't specifically requesting a certain job. He's just <laughs> <laughs> like, what's funny? I'm going to read you Mary Kay Cabot, of course, a Hall of Fame writer, uh, once called uh, Rex Grossman a living legend. Uh, <laughs> the first paragraph, Bernie Kosar has seen enough and he can't take it anymore. He wants to run the Browns and clean up the mess that is this 2-7 and seven team. And then it immediately just goes, should owner Jimmy Haslam take him up on the offer? Quote, I want to do this, okay, Kosar said on tailgate 19 Sunday morning, and I'll fire myself if we're not competitive NFL team within a year or two. So what do you think? Bernie Kosar, anybody think that's a good idea? No. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, no. I'm into it, dude. Like, maybe if you could have him, like, a fellow mascot, like, along with uh, Spuds McKenzie or whatever the dog's name is. Spuds McKenzie? Drag the sad old brain-damaged guy on the field. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right in the chops. And Birdie. And Birdie's like, ah. And Birdie crawls in that big house. Falls asleep inside fucking Flagger's doghouse. Yeah. Well, you know, the way I look at it is, like, Ray Farmer hardly seems competent, right? I mean, I really wasn't too convinced of that. Um, And obviously... I forget what the timeline was. Was Petten hired after Farmer? Yeah. Before Farmer was the yeah, GM or uh, Petten, Farmer's guy. More excited to see Farmer gone than Petten gone. Agreed. But they got to get somebody good, man. Isn't it a bummer? I thought always used to th- think, even when he used to be a coordinator for the Browns, that Bruce Arians was a great coach, and he wanted to coach with the Browns, man, and they didn't give him an interview, and he went to Arizona. And they're good. All right, we're going to go to break, come back, and put Dave on the hot seat. Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. We're going to do a silver linings about the rest of the Brown season since we do have Dave Obenauer with us, some tweets of the week, and uh, we'll talk about the Steelers game. But right now you're going to hear some other stuff. Six Bs and a P. Woo! special run through the jungle. And as we close, let's take a look at the Bengals' new team video, the Who Day Wrap. Kelly, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and I'm listening to Six Peas in a Pot. <laughs> Something like that. We're back! <laughs> Don Pardo here on the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Fresh line. Blind John Silvers, it could be yours. Just saying. Six Peas in a P, episode nine, Jesus, of season four here on AquabareLegion.com. I'm joined by Chris Poland. That's me. Ian Wolf. That's Chris Poland. Dave Obenauer. That's Ian. And Don Pardo. Whoa! 
<laughs> All here in the AquabearLegion.com studios under the Hocking River. There is a mammal, I think, living inside the walls of our house, by the way, guys. Is it a person? Persons or mammals? Is it? No, it's an animal. There's um, a, a whale. Exterminator coming in. Not a, it's not a whale. But it's definitely not like uh, an echidna, because those aren't mammals. It might not be a mammal. Oh. The guy on the phone says it could be a bat or a flying squirrel. Well, well, you those thought? are both mammals, aren't they? I think so. So that's what I'm doing Saturday, hanging out with that guy for a little bit while he looks for a thing in our walls. There's nothing more terrifying than hearing a large thing in your wall, though. Yeah, it'd probably be more terrifying is hearing Don part of the talk dirty. Let's do it, baby! <laughs> yep. It is terrifying. Don, let's put Dave on the hot seat. Sounds good! Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat, hot seat! Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat! Hot seat. Dave. Hey. You're going to warm up that seat. Dave Obenauer, what's your title over at the Ghetto Blaster? Editor? Sure. Publisher? Yep. Scion. <laughs> that too. And all around, you're just an all-around good guy, man about town. Thanks. You know. I go around town. Round and round, talking downtown. We're going to put you on that 6B1P Long John Silver hot seat. Shrimpy. All right. First question, Manzel or McCown? Um, Manzel. Favorite board game? Ooh. Uh, wow, that's hard. Hotsy, Hotsy! Ah! Oh, shit, shit! Uh, Nefarious, we played that last night. It was a lot of fun. I was curious about that one. What favorite board game mechanic? Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, hot seat. Hot seat! <laughs> uh, worker placement. Oh, man. Uniforms, yay or nay? Uh, yay. I don't hate them as much as everybody else does. They're fine. You going for barbecue? What kind you getting? Hotsy! Brisket! Patton or Chud? Oh, Patton. Favorite guy to buy a Voices album? Oh. Uh, Alien Lines. GBV or MTX? What's NTX? M. Oh, M. Uh, NTX is drugs. What is it? What is MTX? Mr. T Experience. Guided by Voices. Wait, what is MTX? I didn't hear it. It's Mr. T Experience. It's a pop. Okay, MTX or MXPX? MTX. MXPX or NXT? NXT. NXT or BMX? NXT. BMX or BMXXX, the video game with boobs. <laughs> oh, the last? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boob video game, sure. Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, man. Somebody's been listening to We Watch Wrestling. Um, Atsy! Sasha Banks. High Elves or Tomb Kings? <laughs> this is going to uh, trend really well with the Dave demographic of our listenership. Atsy! Uh, Tomb Kings. <laughs> Hashtag what? Dave. What the fuck does that mean? It's, war, it's Warhammer armies. Warhammer or hammers? 
<laughs> Warhammer. I'm not, I'm not a builder. Hey, it has to do with football. Blood Bowl, you know. Yeah. Oh, Blood Bowl's awesome. Can we play some Blood Bowl? Sure. Do you have that? Um, I do not, but it just came out on PlayStation. Really? Yeah, Blood Bowl 2. Oh, man, I want a PlayStation. I hope Santa Claus is listening. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any more hot seat questions for Dave? Uh, no. <laughs> I think I'm going to cut out that part where Ian, or where Chris goes, you going for a barbecue? What kind you getting? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the best part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the question's written. I know. I wrote it. I'm sorry. All right. It was like reading a Bernie tweet. Like you had a certain inflection. All right. Cool that hot seat down. Thanks, guys. Turn it back up. Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. <laughs> Bonus round. <laughs> Bonus! Favorite brown? Um, Barnage. Wait, what was it? Sorry. <laughs> Barnage. Barnage. Favorite brown of all time? Uh, Daw- uh, Phil Dawson. It's a kicker. It's a phenomenal kicker. You shut your mouth. All right. I like it. Cool down the hot seat. Probably scored more points in this new season of Browns than anyone else has. Yeah, that's not really that hard to do. Well, yeah. All of fame. I'm, I'm probably the top 100 of that list. Dave, uh, who, you know, is kind of our special guest this week, is known around 6B1P HQ not only as being one of our most fervent listeners, in fact, single-handedly getting the segment about our fake teams canceled, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go on record, too. I just told Chris that not to tell you guys. We're always listening, Dave. <laughs> always out there. You hear the whispers. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's not. Stop that. So, Dave is not only known as being one of our fervent listeners and supporters, but, Dave, you're also known when you come on this show and in general in everyday life for your almost unflinching positivity. <laughs> I mean, you believe even at, at any point that the Browns still have sort of this, like, I think even more than I do, you, you're, you're, like, good with it. You're, like, I, it's just there's a certain thing. And so you used to do the Silver Linings playbook, which I don't even know what happened to that. Did we just stop getting them from you? Yeah, probably. It got that bleak, I think. <laughs> it just stopped. So, Dave, I felt like this is a valuable thing at 2 and 7 to do a little segment. I'd like to call the Silver Linings Playbook or basically whatever the name of your thing was. Sure. Okay. And so, what do we do, Dave? Like, what do we do as fans right now? Do you have any... How do we get through the rest of the season? Well, I think you guys have actually been doing a pretty good job... Um, just when you talk about trying to do other things during games, too. Like metal. having a plan for directly after, so you don't just sit there deciding whether you want to eat another piece of cold pizza or wallow in your sorrows. Um, but anyway, I, I have been really impressed. I don't know, not really impressed, but I've been impressed with the offense this year. I mean, if I had to give grades... For the offense and defense, 
and if C is what I expected, then I think the offense gets a B or a B plus, and the defense probably gets a solid F. I mean, I, it's maybe, uh, what is it, Jim O'Neill? Is he the offensive coordinator? I think that's his name. Yeah, well, maybe he's doing a good job. I mean, he doesn't have uh, great people there, so that's not awful. I just, the, the main thing that I'm worried, and I think this will go into uh, kind of our next uh, segment too, is I think there's still some decent things in place. It's just a matter of making sure we keep those in place and don't make lateral moves, but, you know, just try to keep what we've got and then get better. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you watching then? What makes you, what are you excited about for the rest of this long year? It'll be be interesting to see, hopefully, um, we get to see more Manziel. Um, I mean, he's like, what, 23? I mean, that's a that's a lot of time to improve. Um, and he definitely still has potential, and he's got a long, long time before he's as old as, you know, McCown. Um, so, Who looks like Ivan Drago mixed with the Ken. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to just hanging out with Chris and watching football, um, and then doing something immediately afterward that isn't football. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, that's been good for me, too. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week. I think we've done a pretty good job of trying to look at the funny stuff about it and not really talk too much about the record or how bad the team is. And Ian, I think we talked about this last week, about, you know, it's almost kind of freeing to see them see some other people in the game and Irving's going to start next week, I think, actually. I mean, that's... Yeah, and just like see what's going on. I I tell you, I feel really bad for my friend who's a Lions fan. Yeah. I know you don't like when we talk about fantasy, because Chris told us that, too, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to betray your confidence, bud. (laughs) I... My fantasy team is on... is just burning flames right now. Like, I... Huh? Good way or bad way? Bad way, like bad flames, not like sweet. No, you won. You beat me this week. I beat Ian by point seven points. Mm. Pretty good. It's always fun when that happens. But, but my quarterbacks, like originally, I drafted Matt Stafford, and he was terrible. The Lions are terrible. One of the teams that's worse than the Browns. And then I made a trade at one point for Andrew Luck, guys. Mm. He sucked, and now he has a lacerated kidney or something, which is terrible. I feel bad for him, but I am fucked on a personal note. You could just put uh, Austin Davis in. That's what I'm thinking about doing. Like I'm trying to figure out like who the what move do I make? But Stafford, I, they looked a little better the last couple weeks. He was really bad. The Lions just looked. I mean, they and that's the thing about the NFL. I think that's a good point there. Teams like that, like there is a couple that are in the vicinity of the Browns like, can go south pretty quick even with more talent than what the Browns have. Yeah. And I feel like if they could put some people in for next year like, you know, they do have some good pieces like Benjamin and Barnage and maybe Duke Johnson Pierre Desir Andy Lee. Oh yeah, he's a great punter. Although he totally like, he kicked awesome. the biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. What is your priority this off season, Dave. Number one. 
Get rid of Farmer and keep Patton. Wow. Ian. Uh, get rid of at least Patton. Maybe keep Farmer. But if they get rid of him, I wouldn't mind that either. Chris. Get rid of someone and then get rid of other horrible people. <laughs> nice. I say let Bernie do everything. <laughs> right? Bernie is my co-pilot. Oh, can we do six Bs and a P stickers that say Bernie is my co-pilot? <laughs> yes. Oh, that sucks, though, because you got to get a lot of stickers. We need somebody, yeah, but, I mean, who cares? Who, who's going to design it? Tracy can you design it, right? Dave? Tracy, can you design it? She gave a thumbs up. She'll awesome. Also, hi, Tracy. Dave... Wife Tracy, who agreed to do those stickers, let that be on podcast public record. I also want to point out that Dave is using her email account right now to talk to us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, took, it took him a while, too. I think he was in an AOL 6B1P chat room instead of the one that we had invited him to. They had some really interesting things about Ben Carson on that chat room. Oh, <laughs> Tonight. We're not, I'm doing this for shit. Yeah. You don't want to watch that stuff, man. Yeah, I don't play with my new kitty. I know you do. We're almost there, buddy. It's time. it's time for the tweet of the week. Ian! My new kitty of the week. Let's talk about that. Okay, talk about your cat, and then we'll do the tweet of the week. I think it might be an asshole. It's early yet, but I'm pretty sure our new cat's an asshole. It's a kitten, right? Yeah, a little baby. That was like four months old. But it's all yeah. head, though. It, well, it's all. It's not even much head. It's just a lot of fur. What? Tell us. When did this happen? Uh, about an hour and a half before we started recording. Ah. And already a little, little shit. Just a little shit. Just an awful little shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in the outline? I feel like something. <laughs> yeah, somebody moved some stuff. Silver linings is done, right? There. I think I did. Let's keep this in. It's all gold. <laughs> well, this stuff about the cat is pretty good, I think. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk about it some more. He's a cute little guy. Right. Jesus Christ. He knows he. He's a good one with anything. All right, so bites what's the, he just bites and bites. What's the kitten's name? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't think it has one yet. Travis Coons. Travis Coons, the main coon. Uh, are we done with the kitten? Are we moving on? Uh, we'll get back to it. All right, it's time for the Tweet of the Week. It's Tweet of the Week. First one comes from McNeil at Reflog underscore 18. And this comes after uh, the OSU Buckeyes game the other night. Cardale Jones is shooting up the Cleveland Browns draft board with his performance tonight. Which yeah, right also... now the Browns are in line for a top three pick. Oof. Sam Amico at Amico Hoops. On Sunday afternoon, he says, also, it's Sunday afternoon and the Browns aren't losing. So there's that. That was kind of nice this past weekend. Yeah, it's true. I was able to enjoy a Sunday for a change. Pretty good. I had a great Sunday. And um, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of Browns fans, seeming pretty happy at it. Sunday off from that. What did you guys do with your uh, Browns free Sundays? I went to an outdoor, like, food cart, burrito food cart in Trimble. The fuck? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's called Go-Go Burrito. Trimble? 
Yeah, it's a food cart. It's it, it what the burrito is all right, but they have a bunch of other stuff. So I want to try some other things. And it's a food cart that has like a it's on some property and there's picnic tables and like it's real hip. It almost reminded me of like Austin. Um, but it's not that you know it's not that good. It's not like hipster food. And also it's in Trimble. Yeah, which is interesting, you know. But they have a really wide menu, so I'm interested to try maybe something else there. Um, we went there. And then we went to the the art museum here in Athens, the Kennedy, and um, and then we drove around the court, the county. I went to Liars Corner in Mount Nebo. Sounds like a location in Fallout. We'd love to get some of their money too if they want to sponsor the tweet of the week or something. Yeah. Some Fallout Four money. We, Chris, Wouldn't it be awesome if all you had to do for a job was this podcast? That would be awesome. Never gonna happen. <laughs> you know that feeling you're feeling right now? It will never come true. <laughs> I dream on it, baby. So, um, what else did you guys do with your Browns free Sunday? Oh, man, I had me a day, let me tell you. Go ahead. I woke up, made some coffee. <laughs> I uh, put on the most three recent episodes of Fargo while I put together the IKEA furniture we bought Saturday. Folded some laundry. I did some dishes. Do you want me to go on? Because <laughs> I'm happy to. I, I swept. I went to the grocery store. I then went to my friend's birthday party at a bar down the street. Full day. Uh-huh. And I wasn't sad about any of it. Chris? I mainly recovered from a wrestling-heavy weekend. We had... Or I, I was at... I did one show... Friday night, which had the longest singles professional wrestling match in recorded history, and then I went to another one hour, 44 minutes. Wow. That's too long. It was a great match. Who was it between? Dave Christ and David Starr. Uh, Any relation to... Jesus. To Dave Jesus Christ? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. Uh, Dave, what did you do with your Sunday? Um, uh, Tracy and I went to Trader Joe's, or no, Jungle Gyms, uh, and bought a bunch of fun ethnic food. And uh, Dave, you can't use that word on this. <laughs> And then Tracy surprised me and bought us tickets to go see uh, Bullets Over Broadway, the musical based off of the Woody Allen movie. Sweet. Yeah. It was, I don't generally like musicals, but I really like Woody Allen um, as a person, not as a film director. Um, not as a weird sex offender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm on board for. I just want to make sure that I'm financially right. supported. Uh, this podcast is a place of public record, so you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a bunch of dick jokes in it, and it was funny. You said Dave. Bullets Over Broadway immediately thought of some shitty screamo band. <laughs> it does sound like That's that. A great name for a screamo band if it's not one already. Yeah, good day. Well, another guy that had a good day the other day, Bernie Kosar. We got some tweets of the week from him. Is there a theme music for that? Bernie, Bernie! Bernie Kosar retweeted from Steffi Sprang or yeah Spang at our Spangy at Ramona Robinson, and I want to interject here that Ramona Robinson guys is a 
uh, Cleveland kind of like news anchor staple. Nice. Um, and she's she's aged well. So she's a babe, you know. She's kind of like Cleveland's. And she's a silver fox. Yeah, definitely, dude. So they at Ramona Robinson. Ramona, you and Bernie, an unstoppable duo. Hashtag 19 Browns. Three footballs, two thumbs up, and a turkey to start that off. So some crazy woman tweeted at Bernie, and he retweeted I just merely liked all the icons, so we put that one in there. Followed up with two great ones from Bernie, though. November 7th. These teenagers slash young men playing such amazing football! Under such pressure is outstanding to see. Thank you, and now go Buckeyes. I love how that's all in title case, too. Like, maybe that's a book he's writing. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, what's great about that one, besides the fact, and I should mention, too, Dave's right, everything is, it's, it's, this is actually properly capitalized. If it was a title, like a rambling title to a screenplay (laughs) that Bernie is compiling, and then the differences besides that are that football and Go Buckeyes are both all in caps, and the second part of it, I guess, uh, the the word U is represented in this case by the capital letter U. Print style. Like, do you want that guy as your GM? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty exciting, but I mean, like, I don't even know what the fuck he's even talking about. Like, that's the other thing. Like, not only is it in title case, and there's, like, these great... I was going to say, I meant to introduce one of you guys at the beginning of the episode as Big Event Pope. <laughs> I think we need to keep that phrase going. We should make stickers that say that, too. So, yeah, it's just, it doesn't even make any sense. And then, yeah, the title case and the caps. And we have one more Bernie tweet. Any of you guys want to read this? Young players, especially QBs, whether you're a Bears slash Jay Cutler fan or not, question mark. Appreciate the record. Cutler broke uh, <laughs> some curious comments <laughs> in there. Of the late slash great Sid Luckman to exclamation points. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you guys, I, we haven't talked about this, I don't think, this season, but I'd like to do a Lexi Silver check-in. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Lexi Silver tweet of the week. So she, you'll be sad to know that she's not tweeted at all since May 12th. But I will say... Uh, I'll just give you her last five tweets. Let's do it. Okay, so number five. Does it go five to one? Five to one. So this is her, her fifth from last tweet. You're not going five to ten. That's not a normal kind. No, no, that wouldn't make any sense. I, the, yeah. <laughs> I, all right, so what a crazy day I had. All right, simple enough. Mm-hmm. At, <laughs> tweet number four. <laughs> no. <laughs> What if I post a pic of my pussy? Would you jack off to me right now? <laughs> Tweet number three. My God. Men are, letter R, just like her dad, such morons. Sometimes I wish that I was a total lesbian so I wouldn't have to put up with this. Toads les. Toads les. Hashtag toads les. Uh... The penultimate tweet from Lexi Silver, who may or may not be dead, we don't know. Last night is a buzzing headache. I hope I didn't do anything ridiculous. And finally, are you guys ready? Last tweet! The final tweet from Lexi Silver, maybe ever. (laughs) Any of you ever fucked two girls at one time? 
<laughs> is there a question mark? There is a question mark. How how's her uh her grammar on her Twitter and You know, honestly, pretty good. Hmm. Much better than her father. Yeah, I mean that's not that tough. No. <laughs> but it is appreciated. Maybe Lexi Silver should be the GM of the Browns. <laughs> Three tweets in a row that were, wow, some guys are such morons. Sometimes they wish that I was a total lesbian so I wouldn't have to put up with this crap. So, uh, yeah. I think I think maybe she's suffering from the same sort of permanently concussed state as her father. I do want to bring up, though, just because... Let's see. I wanted to... It, we As we've mentioned on this show a few times... Um, and not to do it twice in one episode, but uh, me and Ian and Weeby as well uh, are all in the fantasy league with some other people, and my buddy Gordon's in it, and I believe Ian, for those yeah. of you out there, I don't know if we've talked about this actually, I can't remember if you did this, did you do this at the beginning of last year, did you change your name? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Ian's team name is what Bernie Kosar's Porno, dark, porno Daughter, right? <laughs> yep. And... When you posted, you, I kind of chided you and I believe one other person, Gordon, I believe, who who also is involved here, to get logos, and Ian picked a face shot, I guess. I guess maybe that's a different thing in that business, but a portrait of Lexi Silver where she's obviously getting it. <laughs> right? Yep, she's clearly taking some wiener. And uh, I'm looking... For it now, but I loved his reaction. I believe he said something about my. Oh, he said, "Nice." <laughs> Gordon liked it. Well, it's a pretty good. It is. I mean, yeah, there's some business going on. I think Brian Weeby's Airbud Golden Receiver in a football helmet is my favorite logo in our league. But I digress. Brown Steelers. It sounds like you guys are doing games giving, Thanksgiving. Yep. So are you guys going to watch it all? Ow. The 1 o'clock game? 1 o'clock. Yeah, probably won't. I'm doing the Live Healthy Appalachia uh, Pumpkin Rolling Stroll. The fuck? Right, Jerry? 1 p.m. Pumpkin Hustle. So there's a very good chance that uh, none of us will watch the game in next week. I'm going to watch the end of it. I'm going to go to the bar, I think. I think... Um, Depending After I do the hustle, I'm going to the bar. If uh, if Haley is working, I'll probably watch, and then we'll probably go to Gamesgiving after that. Game Is it Thanksgiving or Gamesgiving? Depends on who you ask. Dave. Thanksgiving. Chris. It's Thanksgiving. Ian. Gamesgiving. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go with Dave and Chris. It's, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ian, we've got breaking news. <laughs> Jerry Oliver, hot on the line, and it just told me that there is a quote. <laughs> There's this shouting happening in our neighborhood. <laughs> That happens all the time in my neighborhood. Why is everybody so mad, man? I don't know. There is a lot of they're yelling. Excited. Oh, the we our people are excited here. Are your people mad? I think they're mad. <laughs> oh no. I think that's different. Wait, yeah, did you 
Yeah, where are you living now? We live in Wineland Park. What's that? I don't know if that's safe to say on the internet. I think you can say that. I don't care. I'll give you my address. Who's going to... Yeah, Dave, <laughs> come over. I should come over. We'll play some games again. No, it's between, like, the short north and campus. Dave's turning his stuff in the outline in the colors I can't read with my eyes. <laughs> Um, I think he's trying right. to tell us. If I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the game. I'll probably watch the second quarter on. I would imagine maybe or, you know halfway through the second quarter. Hey man, this Cajun food cart that's in Athens is only here for a few more weeks. I'm gonna eat the shit out of it while I watch football Sunday. You have to go to Trimble for that one too. Uh, no, this is in Athens. Cajun clucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, a sex act you want no part of. The chili coffee haircut? <laughs> What's the chili coffee haircut? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> Not really a real thing. Oh. It's a twist on a Cajun clucker. <laughs> <laughs> what about a shibapi? Do you know what that is? I wish Brian was here. He knows what a shibapi uh, what? I think I've heard this, but I don't remember. Shibapi. Shababi is where one hits a female with one's genitals and yells, Shababi! <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dave is so bored by our conversation, he is color-coding <laughs> Comic Sans, the final part of our outline. But, um... Shababi. Yeah, I'm going to watch the game. We'll talk about it. I think... It's going to be interesting. I want to see what Irving does. I want to see what Johnny Football hope. I hope that Johnny Football plays. Um, I'd like to see Duke Johnson a little more in that defense. And, I mean, it's always fun to maybe beat the Steelers. And they'll have Landry Jones, I believe, right? We'll say yes. Yeah, see, Big Ben said he'll play. I mean, they're in playoff contention. Playoffs? You kidding me? Yeah, do you guys remember what that was like? It was this time last year. Yeah, one year ago today. It was on my goddamn Facebook on this day bullshit. It reminded me that last year at this time there was hope in my life still. <laughs> oh, I like to imagine that there was a person who pulled that up. It's not just an algorithm. <laughs> Stick this one right between the ribs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's always fun to beat the Steelers. It would knock them a little bit down a rung. I think they're five and four right now, so drop them to five and five. That being said, I do care about my Shambly fantasy football team, and I hope Antonio Brown scores all the touchdowns. Notes, game notes. Latonio is Trout. Irving will play. Big Ben about. Hopefully. Oh, sucks. Well, originally that made sense, but now I just see T's. You'll notice also that it's now in Comic Sans. Yeah. Is that Comic Sans? It is Comic Sans. It's not going to be invited back. <laughs> Don Pardo, are you still with us? Always. Uh, where, well, I, I mean, watch is... you sleep. <laughs> I get off on it. God. Well, that's, now what? That's all we got, right? Right. <laughs> I don't want anything else. Okay. You can find us on Twitter at 6Bs in a P. That's number six, letter B, number one, letter P. 
we're on Facebook by searching Six Bs and a P. And, uh, you know, listen to this. Go to AquabearLegion.com. Right now they've got a great double LP for sale and a bunch of free music to download. Did we talk last week about that Vice review? Well, yeah, it's not like some sort of joke review thing. I have no idea. Yeah, well, if- yeah, it, it, it did get named Best Music in, in November in that section. But the review was weird. didn't bring anything up. Yeah, if it was a joke review, I, I just assumed it might be funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not, though. No, not even Have you ever thought about with your magazine just doing reviews that aren't actually reviews? Uh, Is that a thing in the biz? I, I did think it would be funny to um, do a review of an album that said, your music is bad and you should feel bad, and sign it Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> but I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Maybe I'll do it some. Well, I mean, maybe I'll get Zoidberg to do it sometime. There you go. Way to cover that back up. But Oh, there it is. I fixed the font, you guys. Real big. Is there a way we... Hold on. <laughs> now it's like a motivational poster, like one that's like, I love wine. <laughs> I don't think that's a motivational <laughs> What's that? I don't think that's a motivational poster. For some people it is. I love wine? That's all the motivation I need. Yeah, as you can see, in on a bed, that and the the cat's gnawing at his face. Damn it! Talk about that. That cat's gonna fuck me up, man. Yeah, have you slept with it? No, you haven't oh, yet. Oh Oh, the first night is always. It's it's gonna it's gonna get googie. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back here next week. Though we'll talk about the Steelers game, and I imagine a two and eight Browns team. We could win. It could happen. It won't. Really? It won't, but it could. No. All right. <laughs> it's falling apart. We're going to say that for Thanksgiving. That's going to be our our episode um, image. Is going to be that giant, blown-out, pixelated turkey. <laughs> Look for us on Twitter and Facebook. We'll have some stickers that say Bernie is my co-pilot. <laughs> for Christmas. Right? No reason why we can't. Yeah, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. Uh, thanks, you guys, for being here. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. Like we Thank navigated you. a funny podcast through the waters of diarrhea that are the Cleveland Browns. We'll be back next week talking about the Steelers game, and some other stuff. Go Browns. Browns. Cause you got ass. You going for barbecue? What kind you getting?